we interrupt this broadcast to bring you, Your Majesty, the Queen. Team Queen, with Gio. Welcome to Sea Queen. I am your host and spiritual guide, Gio. Tonight with us, we have the lovely Shuffalo. Hello. Uh, can I first and foremost get you guys to introduce yourselves and say what instrument you play? You betcha. I'm Braden Bell, and I sing and play the guitar. Hi, my name is Mac Bennett, and I play the drums. My name is Bailey Clark, and I play the bass. And I'm Steve McDonald, and I play keys and guitar. Getting, getting out there with two instruments, damn. Uh, now, can I ask you guys first, um, how did you get together? We got together through a series of different events. We, a couple of us were friends from the past. Bailey came from Kijiji. I came from Saskatchewan. And <laughs> we, we all ended up in a, in a garage at some point. And we were a bunch of strangers. And we liked each other, so we stuck with it. That's uh, incredible. I'm imagining some sort of metaphysical thing where you're all just in the garage, no reason, just together. Just, just there. We just, just there. Appeared. Yeah, you just appeared one second. Yeah. You, yeah. Born in uh, Kijiji. That's right. <laughs> the great land our, of Kijiji. Our greatest sponsor. Uh, now, for the listeners who haven't heard of you guys, uh, what kind of music would you say you play? I would put it somewhere in the indie rock pop realm. Okay. You guys agree? Yeah, maybe maybe the killer city in color. Yeah, but you know, not quite as yeah. Anyways, (laughs) any sort of uh, any killer song you guys are a huge fan of, or you think is the most comparable to the band? Hmm. Bailey, take it back. Back. Do you mean like a killer song or a killer song? I mean, (laughs) hard to answer that question, but yes, a song by the Killers. A song by the Killers? Well, we really like um, uh, all these things that I've done, but there's also a really great album called Battleborn, which has a song called um, Here With Me On It. That's also a really great song produced by the Killers. Really enjoy that one, so... The Killers have a lot of, uh, I feel like, a lot of theatrics when they're doing... um, live stuff would you guys consider yourselves uh theatrical in any way i think we try to be theatrical i mean they're like they're from vegas so they naturally have that (laughs) theatrics behind them it's just it's just born into them but we try our best to be entertaining and and put on a show for people for sure Mm -hmm. is there do you think there's any influence um in being from alberta that seeps into your music um, well, I think we take a lot of influence from the bands that are in Alberta. Uh, I think there's some in the lyrics too. Just can't help but, you know, take in the beautiful scenery we have around us, and and that seeps into some of the music. Yeah. Um. Actually, on that note, um, I know that you're uh, the primary lyricist of the band. So, are there any lyrics um you are particularly fond of? Good question. 
What what are some that stick out to us, guys? Have we I don't know anything. What what are some some newer ones? I, gu- I guess there's we have a newer one coming out. It's called Whispers. Okay. And I don't know if it sticks out because it's my favorite, but it's just it's kind of on my mind right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a a bunch of night shifts in a coal mine at one point, and I just we were talking about living in the dark here just because it's kind of dark in the studio. But it was literally I didn't see the sunshine very much, and the whole mm-hmm. song was kind of based around that. Um, it's just all these whispers in the dark because all the machinery and the, you'd hear all these old things and weird noises and creaks and, and it was just kind of what inspired the song. We'll be playing that one tonight. <laughs> well, I'm excited to hear it then uh, with all the spooky vibes. We'll be sure to get the fog machine out yes, for that one. Yes, vital. And I'll, be making, uh, I'll be making all kinds of sound effects that you would hear in a mine. <laughs> like a shaft. Can I, uh, can I get an example? Like a... Uh, like a like a thing going down the tracks, you know, one of those old school ones. Oh yeah, all kinds of stuff. You have to <laughs> somebody falling down. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> I think you're gonna put the Wilhelm scream to shame. I I think you've got a future in Foley artistry if you want to join broadcasting at some point. Thank you. I'm, yeah, looking for work. <laughs> The band's not enough. You got you got to supplement. Yeah, exactly. Fair. Uh, you guys uh, mentioned in a lot of your social media that you're not huge fans of the sun. So what is this? Not huge fans of summer, uh, potentially vampire characteristics going on in the band. We we love the sun. I shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> big fans. Oh. Big fans of the sun. But I guess a, a lot of it, I think it's easier to to write songs when you're in a darker or unhappy mood just because when we're all happy, we're just kind of out doing fun things and out in the sun. So, so maybe some, some of the lyrics come off a little more, yeah, a little pessimistic at times, but, okay. but it's often because that's a release and that's an easy way to mm-hmm. get it out so we can continue on living happy lives. But that being said, we're, we're focusing on, on all types of music and all types of lyrics. Um, with that being said, I know you guys are recording a um, new album, right? Uh, in Vancouver? Here's Bailey coming at you. Uh, yeah, so not really an album per se. Um, EP? We, working towards that, we have okay. a couple of singles that we went out and uh, recorded back in the summer, and uh, we're kind of gearing up for those. Um, but yeah, it's just, it didn't really make sense for us at that point to go do a full album, but mm-hmm. we're, we're definitely hoping to do that, like maybe at the end of this year or into early next year. I know you guys are set for a summer release this year, so... Is the album going to have, or the EP, I guess, uh, a summery feeling to it? I know you guys mentioned the spooky vibe just now, so how are we managing that? Yeah, um, like the the first song uh, that we'll be releasing, Whispers, it's 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 pretty upbeat, mm-hmm. kind of dancey, disco feel to it. Oh, it's, love uh, that. It's, it's definitely like a, it's a feel-good song. Okay. Definitely something you'd want to turn down the windows to and, and just turn up the radio and just blast it kind of thing. Yeah. Music for, would you say it's music for a drive? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Short answer, yes. For okay. sure. Okay, okay. Especially if you're, like, going to someone's house. Yeah. You go, right. If you're, like, going to, like, like, pregame or out to the bar or something. like. All right, so it's something to get you hyped. Yes. All right. Oh, love that. I'm excited now. Real excited <laughs> for the song. Uh, I know you guys won the YYC Music Awards for, um heart attack here EP. how was that experience uh it was 
It was uh, mixed feelings. It was um, yeah. It was an ambiguous evening just because we try and remain humble, and it was really exciting to win the award. We truly didn't expect to win. Oh wow! So when we were called up, it was a bit of a shock. I would say. I think oh. we can all agree on that. That is so. that is very uh, humble pie. Uh, are we talking full? Uh, I don't know if you guys watched the Grammys for Billie Eilish, Ariana Grande should have won instead type deal where you guys like, no, you all should have won. What about Vampire Man? <laughs> no, it's just we... Li- we <laughs> I'm we, getting head shakes here. <laughs> we, we, we nervously, like as soon as they announced we were in a category, we went and listened to all the bands, which were all great bands, and we thought, okay, we're definitely not going to win, mm-hmm. but it, it kind of went the other way. Oh, that's awesome, though, to be surprised, I guess. Yeah, and we, I took it like like a hockey player. It was We were pretty nervous, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I just want to thank the guys uh, for going <laughs> out there and uh, playing a good game, and uh, we'll take this one home. And I, I, it, was, it was brutal. So if we ever get the chance to do it again, I'm going to be more prepared. Get that speech going. <laughs> it was actually funny because we, we all met for drinks before, and we were talking, and we were like, who's going to give the speech? Who's going to say what if we win? No, we're not even going to win, so don't even prepare one. And so we didn't really, and then we kind of impromptu. Braden was elected to do it, and I think he, he did a killer job, but it was, it was, uh, it was a moment. Oh, full hockey player, sweaty, unsure of any words longer yeah, than, like, two syllables. Went out there and gave it our best shot and uh, turned out for the best and... Uh, that is incredible, though, how applicable anything a hockey player says after a game could be for winning any award ever. It's true. Just so ambiguous and genuine. Yeah, uh. they, they got it locked down, for sure. Uh, I know you guys are on tour right now, um, and you're coming to the end of it, I believe. We, we kind of did come to the end of it. I guess yeah. uh, we have one more show. We have a, a hometown show tomorrow. Palomino, and, yeah. Yeah, and I guess that'll, that'll wrap up the tour, the Weekend Warriors style. It's sort of an ongoing tour, though. Like, we have a few more dates kind of scattered through the summer. This is kind of one leg of it, but Mm -hmm. we're playing kind of all over Western Canada this year anyway, so we'll be back on the road. Oh, that's awesome to hear. Does the tour have a name? Well, since it was, we all work day jobs right now, and, you know, maybe that changes one day, maybe it doesn't. But we (laughs) we went out on the weekends so we could get back, and it was kind of a weekend warrior style. So we just branded it all under just the the winter tour <laughs> for now so that way we could extend it and all right S- steve refers to it as the don't quit your day job tour oh that is i'm sorry to say this but that is a way better name i think you should stick yeah. to it it's a good one uh any places you guys were excited to get to hit up oh there's a bunch i think every, what was everyone's favorite we we got to hit up fernie oh, fernie yes fernie was great jasper we had a good show in edmonton Red Deer, we had to do a trio. Steve was sick, so that was interesting because we've never really practiced um, a trio before. So that mm-hmm. was kept us on our toes. Um, they they were all actually really unique and uh, it was a great experience. What's this doesn't have to be for this tour so much, but craziest gig you guys have ever either played or been to? Or been to? Oh yeah, if something crazy happened at a concert. <laughs> oh, you've got something. <laughs> oh, well, it's nothing that crazy, but uh, I, my favorite show I ever saw was The Flaming Lips. Oh, wow, yeah. And, that is already know, crazy in of itself. Matt Hall, and they're just, they got, like, f- you know, full-on confetti, and just, like, he's walking around in a bubble. And oh. Have you, you ever seen, like, live shows? It's oh, crazy. Flaming Lips is it's out like, there. Yeah, it's just, like, it seems like the last show he'll ever play every time, so... That's yeah. awesome, though, to get to experience something so, I guess, out of the ordinary. Yeah. yeah. Any any other crazy stories? The last one. Walking on stage. 
as far as shows that we played, we got to open for Said the Whale at the Palace, which was really cool. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. And it was a, it was a pretty good crowd. We, I mean, I think we had like 350, 400 people in front of us, so that was great. Um, craziest show I've been to, not crazy, but best show I've been to is probably Bonnie Vare. Oh, Bonnie Vare, yeah. The first time I saw him was in Edmonton at the Jubilee, and it was unreal. I can't imagine a Bonnie Vare show getting incredibly crazy, but I can imagine it being good. Right, <laughs> C- crazy vibes, very crazy. Vibes. Oh, I've seen them too at, at the Gorge in Washington. It was that was probably top three shows, full show. I think next Bonnie Vare show, he should attempt to fully start a mosh pit. Yeah, just, just in go the middle. for it. Oh yeah, I think I think he could pull it off. There's a lot of angst there. There, there, there is a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Any other um, yeah. Oh, sorry. I guess the last show um, in Jasper, we had a guy, and he was quite intoxicated, and oh. he, getting a shots, and he's literally walking. Oh, in Fernie, sorry, not Jasper, and he's walking behind us with a tray of shots, and just, just, just walking, just chilling on stage with us, with our tequila shots. Brayden actually had to tell him to simmer down. It was a very fatherly move from him, but very necessary. Simmer down? <laughs> yeah. If, if we're still on the topic of uh, favorite shows we've ever been to or craziest shows, um, I also saw Band Down in the Gorge in Washington, Queens of the Stone Age, and it was like oh, yeah. like nighttime summer, like cold wind kind of blowing. It was in the mosh pit, and it was just like it was crazy. The desert rock in of itself is just crazy vibes. Like nothing beats that. Uh, yeah, it really doesn't. It was, it was amazing. Uh, what do you guys think is the best venue in Calgary? Mm. Ooh, I know it's hard. We're not going to play favorites. Oh, come play. on. If we had to say there's a spot that maybe felt, quote unquote, more like home. Okay. I don't know. Maybe the palace. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, we the Palomino is really great for sound and really good really good atmosphere. Broken City has its has its moments and it shows. I've seen some great shows, played some great shows there. Um, yeah, those are probably... Festival Hall is also a really good spot for a little more intimacy. Um, yeah. Yeah, the Gateway has, has been, they have been fantastic. Truly, though, I think the Gateway has been so amazing with their hospitality, and they've just treated us Ooh. so well. So. Are we getting a final answer? Are we moving out of the politician's answer? And no, no, it, no, it's a draw, just in different oh. categories. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't do that to me. I'll accept it. I'll let you know, though, most bands do say Vern's. Burns? Burns. Burns is like it's it's definitely like a rite of passage. I, I feel like every Everyone every band playing at Burns? every yeah. band should play at Burns if they if they play in the city. That's fair, and I think as a concert goer, you have to go to Burns Absolutely. at least once. Experience that. Go hang with Clint. Have a, a Jaeger shot. Yeah, that is precisely it. Yeah. Bring cash. Bring cash. Yeah. Now this is a question that's very near and dear and close to my heart. Um, so I feel like I should ask it. Um, how do you guys feel about theremins? I think Steve. I'm a pro. Pro theremin. Yeah. Big love for theremin. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Page played one, and yes. uh, also the song remains the same. That was, All right. Yeah. Ever since then, I'm like yeah. So pro, pro. What are the chances of you guys including a theremin player in your lineup? Uh, no, I do not currently play a theremin, but if you want me to, I was ready. We're open to it, I think. We haven't had a formal discussion, but 
terrific. We wouldn't hire one, but I think naturally Steve would be the guy to play it if we had to get a theremin in there. Oh, no, I'm getting conned out of the job already. I didn't even join the band, and I'm getting kicked out. <laughs> oh, I see. It was, a, it was a proposition. Yeah, you can. we need a theremin player, for sure. Great. Provide me with the theremin, and I'll do it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get Barry to hit up Kijiji, and we'll go from there. <laughs> the, the birthplace, Kijiji. Yeah. I love Kijiji. Love Kijiji. I've, I've furnished my entire apartment off Kijiji. I've made friends, these guys. Like, you know, like, it's... Kijiji, it's the greatest. I love that you you haven't spoken much, but you took the microphone to give a shout out to Kijiji. Yes, I appreciate absolutely. that. I hope you guys get the sponsorship you're highly, clearly looking for. Highly underrated. Yeah, you know what? The way you explain it, I believe it. It's Com- sort of a Facebook to like place. Craigslist or like yeah, oh. Facebook Marketplace. Like Kijiji, just yeah. I'm a, I'm pro Kijiji, pro Theremin. Shout out to our boys, Kijiji. <laughs> love them. Check them out. Check them out. (laughs) (laughs) Have them on. All right. uh, We're going to wrap up questions here in a second. But last question for you guys, as always. Uh, If you could have dinner with any dead person, who would it be? Whether they come back as, like, a regular person or a zombie or whatever is completely up to you. That's tough. We'll we'll go around the circle here. Uh, This is kind of on the spot, but mine would either be John Bonham, drummer from Led Zeppelin, or... Actually, maybe Neil Peart, God rest his soul, recently. Oh, yeah, good choice. Uh, and uh, third choice, real quick, would probably be Bruce Lee. Be cool to pick his mind. If you could get close enough. Ooh. I got to keep thinking, Steve. Jimmy, Jimmy would be a good one. I'm, I know, Jimi Hendrix, I guess. There's a, <laughs> there's a few Jimmys I shouldn't take away from all the just other, the past Jimmy, Jimmys. Just a Jimmy, any Jimmy. <laughs> I just, I just, there's, there's some people I just want to like hang out with and just have a whiskey and just, mm-hmm. just hang and, and see what it's all about. Hendrix is a good choice for sure. I'd just love to meet Tom Hanks. I feel like he would just be such a nice guy to just hang out with. I don't Did know. you kill Tom Hanks? No. Oh, sorry. I, I, <laughs> I thought, I thought you said dead or alive. <laughs> dead person. Oh, any dead. Per- sorry. Okay. Well, thank God. If Tom um, Hanks is dead, we know who did it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that that changes this answer a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, you just wanted to talk about Tom Hanks. Shout uh, out. I'm gonna say George Harrison. Okay. My favorite Beatle, and uh, overall chilling guy. I think. Okay, so yeah. uh, you know, what's up, George? <laughs> Still pondering? What's your favorite Tom Hanks movie? Castaway. That's okay. I don't think it's your job. Uh, <laughs> all right. If you don't have an answer, I won't press you for it. Uh, you can say, if we're going with potentially dead people, you can say Ringo Starr. He might be dead by the time this is out. We never know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we love you, Ringo. <laughs> All right, uh, with that being said, we're going to head into the first few songs these guys picked, and then they'll be playing their own stuff. Right now we have Thomas Thomas, Gracious Host, only on CMRU.ca, by students for you. Welcome back. You just heard, once again, Thomas Thomas, Gracious Host, and Emily Patterson, That's On You. Right now we have Shuffalo with us in the studio getting ready to play us some sweet tunes. Go ahead, guys. 
I mean, I could hear it, but I'm sure dogs, they could hear it, like, real well. Oh, yeah. Good friends with the dog. <laughs> For well, so. All right. Right now, we're going to head into another one of the songs these guys picked. Right now, here is Sweetberry Wine, Honey Bear. Welcome back. You just heard uh, our wonderful friends Yvette with Wasting. Uh, right now, before these guys head into their next few songs, uh, I noticed that on one of your pages, might have been Spotify, you mentioned that you guys like Quentin Tarantino movies. So I want to ask, favorite Quentin Tarantino flick? Oh, Mac, you want to uh, you want to take this? He's a resident Quentin Tarantino oh, Tarantino fan. Absolutely. Is this Mike live? Uh, I have no idea. Hey, anyway, Quentin Tarantino movie. We actually all went to the theater together and saw... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it was a beautiful moment, and yeah. we all loved it. Oh. I think we all have different top Tarantino movies. I think ubiquitously, though, it's Pulp Fiction. Classic. It's got to be, Classic. right? Yeah. But all his movies are masterpieces. Well, then, spinning off of that, uh, favorite Quentin Tarantino foot shot. As we know, big foot fetishes. So which one's your favorite? It's a loaded I like question. The, uh, I like uh, Uma Thurman when she's dancing, doing like the twist. The oh, twist that foot. is a solid foot shot. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say the Uma Thurman when she's uh, coming out of her uh, coma and she has to wiggle her toes to get the keys. Listen, it, at that point, that is like full foot fetishist. You can't even argue around. Oh, she has to wiggle her toes to get the keys. Like, yeah, okay, Tarantino. <laughs> she didn't have to. All right, foot fetishism aside, uh, you guys can head into your next songs. 
This one's called Your Left Foot.
That one's actually called Creatures. Up next, we're going to play one of our newer songs called No One Gets Left Behind.
It is real foggy up in here. Uh, our lovely producer Ben is really going ham on that fog. Love the Silent Hill vibes. Also, I'm assuming that last song was called Your Right Foot? That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, right now we're going to go into the last song these guys picked. Here is Ashley 100, Talking to Myself, only on CMRU.ca, by students for you. Welcome back. Right now we have the lovely Shuffalo with us here to play their last song. So without further ado, take it away.
with that certifiably funkalicious send-off, we have come to the end of our show. Thank you so much to Shuffalo for coming down and jamming for us. Uh, catch these guys Saturday at Palomino's. But with that, I've been Gio. This has been Scene Queen. I'll see you all in another lifetime. Later. <laughs>